shoot the shiz. It's going. Wait. Start the recording? Yeah, I just started it. Is the video rolling? Yeah. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're started. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> we're back in it. I don't know. I feel instantly more relaxed on the couch. Oh, same. Like, before we even started shooting or, like, thinking about doing any of this, as soon as we, like, set this all up, just sat down on the couch, and I'm like, this is... The vibe. Right. It's the vibe. It is. It was like the original vision, too. And we were talking about this earlier, but it's like, it's so crazy to have pictured that, like, the first time we sat down and we're going to do this, it was on a couch. Like, this couch. Literally, this couch. While we were making plans for the podcast. And then we went table, which the table. It's a vibe. I like the table. I do like the table. But I feel more, I feel like I'm in a business meeting, kind of. I feel right now like we're ready to spill the tea. I think we should. I agree. So I hope you're ready because we are back with the When Sex Happens podcast. I'm Mike. She's Lucy. Clearly, we're in a new setup. We got a nice uh, new little studio here. So let us know if you like it. But we think... We were just talking about this. We think the the couch is more more the vibe that we're going for. Yeah, I think so. More cash. It's not as like intense. Uh, don't get me wrong; like you can still get intense on a couch, but <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the dating podcast after all, right? That's true. That's true. I don't know. As soon as couches or beds, let us know. Beds. Okay. <laughs> that's a no, it's a topic right there. That is a topic. Where's the? Bu- I'm not talking about this. I brought it up, but I'm not talking. What? What? No. You, uh, we literally just led them on so bad. It's like okay, it's time for the tea. And they that's jump facts. Right nah, we went here. Now it's kind of on the table. What, what, we what about tables? I don't think there's any really bad places, but there's just more convenient places. I, f- I, I don't know. I feel like a, t- <laughs> a table works. Uh, the only thing that really sucked, lifeguard chair. What? Yeah. That That was awkward because you don't really have a lot of choice in the matter like it's it's really narrow you're only talking like this much there's not a whole lot of flexibility and comfort and you're also like 10 feet in the air so i'm judging you for this one what i mean it's kind of cool but it's like some point you gotta get the job done so like i mean if it's there it's there oh the lollipop this is the first it's time you haven't had a lollipop I've got one. Uh, No, but like going. I know. I was too focused on my Red Bull. People have been making weird comments about my lollipops. Like what? They're just saying like I'm addicted to them. Are you? Yes. (laughs) Duh. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. They say, what's up with you and all the lollipops? Why do you have so many lollipops? Because I always have them in my bag. So at events, I'll like pull them out. People are like, where's my lollipop? And then I'll, p- I'll pull out like six different. I'll say, what flavor do you want? 
And they're like, oh, you oh I didn't whole... actually want a lollipop. Well, then what okay. the hell are you asking for? I think they're just trying to see if I would do it, which is a good topic. I feel like people like to ask people to do something just to see if they'll do it. Yeah, just try to like test and see what they're what they're capable of. Yeah. Are you capable of opening it? No, I really <laughs> struggle with these. Yeah, but I don't know. Tootsie Roll's worth it. I want Tootsie Roll to sponsor me. Please. I think they will. I think so. Once this gets rolling, <laughs> and by the way. Speaking of getting rolling, last episode we got judged hard by our guest, our great guest, Joey Bergen. 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 I was. He that. cannot say my last I name. I literally can't. Oh my god, Joey Bergen. He's like, oh, you're gonna share it with all 92 of your followers. He said it like it was a bad thing, and we yeah. both got really excited. And we did, and that was a week ago today, actually. And we just hit 157 followers. Would you look at that? In a week. Literally un unbelievable. Where's growth. our clapping? What the oh. heck? Technical uh What happened to it? I feel it's coming through on the audio, but maybe not in the headphones. No, we would definitely hear it. <sighs> I think. Okay. Well, anyways, we're going <coughs> to edit some clapping sounds in there. Woo! <laughs> but, yeah, no, I can't believe it. It's really, like, it's hard with this kind of stuff because you're trying to stand out in, like, a crowded place. Yeah. But then to have that growth that fast. In a week? Like, what? That's a crap ton of followers in a week. That's what? Eight plus 57 is... 65? Is that correct math? 64. Are you sure? No, 65. You're right. Homeschooled. Yeah. Which is almost 10 a day. That's crazy. That's really good for a brand new account. It's literally nuts. And it's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram followers are like... Hard to get. Yeah. Like gold. So thank you all for following us. It's like tears. The thing with social media, it's like it's in tears, right? So you have like... YouTube subscribers is probably the hardest. I agree with that. And then Inst- I would say Instagram followers. Uh, Twitter. No, I, I feel, feel like, like Twitter in general is just dead. Yeah. So threads. Threads came up and died so instantly. Quick. Is there even DMs on there? I don't think so. If there are, I have no idea about them, which means. Which is probably a good thing because I feel like people would be sliding in the DMs. On threads? I would. Let's talk about sliding in DMs. Okay. A little segue action. All right, yeah. Should you slide into DMs? Yes. Why wouldn't you? Okay. Well, why would you <laughs> not? I, uh, what? I, I, okay, look, wait, wait. Uh, well, okay, there's context, right? It's yeah. If you're going to... I think DMs are good if... You're maybe uh, you have limited contact with the person, or there's not no other way to really like get in front of them. That's fair. And you're trying to basically present yourself, right? Because I've said it a million times: Instagram is a dating app. Like it is, one hundred percent. Yeah, Instagram is a dating app. You're right. 
So if you're going to go on there and you can slide in and you can get somebody to hit you back, I don't think that's a big deal. Plus, they updated the new feature where you can only send one message if they don't follow you. What's up with that? I don't like that. You don't like it because you're sending the message or because people can't send you more than one? Both. Really? Yeah. I thought you, I thought like. I like getting all the random creepos. Send me a million messages. Really? I'll like check it for my, <laughs> my self-confidence boost. Oh, yeah. I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that you can, then you can screenshot it and you can, uh, you can tell people what not to do. That's true. So that's good. But why you don't you don't think the DMs are good? I don't think women should slide into DMs. Really? Why no. Not? Why not? Because then the girls making the first move. Yeah, but that's not always an issue. You can do the Instagram like game. I think a girl can start uh, that. Uh, yeah. No, if it, it depends. <laughs> like like or okay, we're gonna break all. This that, uh, there's a there's a ton of ton of uh, stuff here to get to. All right, so th- the DMs first. I don't think there's an issue with a girl making the first move. I mean, if she slides in and she's like, hey, DTF, that's a bit aggressive. But, I mean, if she's just like, I like your I like your style. Okay. I don't think that's... Because then you can escalate, right? It's the guy. Because then I could escalate or de-escalate it. I can That's take true. that. I can take that or leave that, right? You know. Do you get DMs often? Give what, Give what, me some tea. What, what's often? Give me some tea. What's often? How often do you get DMs? From chicks? No, from men. Do you get DMs from men? I get I got a lot more DMs from men than like I do women. Gay men? Oh, oh no, no! I thought <laughs> you meant in general. No, no, no. Uh. Actually, I have been I have been getting a lot of uh, interaction on dating apps from trans. What do you call that? Trannies, transgenders. Yeah, yeah transgenders. So okay, uh, you're uh, matching with them. No, but I can see that they like me. Oh. And then I'm like, why is this happening? I feel like I'm attracting the wrong, wrong crowd here. Well, you know what they say. Like, when I told the story of me getting almost murdered by a serial killer, they said I attracted him. So, clearly, you're doing something wrong. That's what I mean. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It's just, like, by someone seeing one picture, they know that that's somehow my fault. It, whatever I conveyed in that picture attracted that person. Well, I mean, my gay cousin said you're hot. Thanks, Wyatt. Shout out. He's <laughs> going to be so happy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I From chicks, maybe, like, one or somewhere between, like, one and three a month. Okay. That's pretty good, I, I think. I, I feel like for a guy, that's... I think it's good for a guy. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that's just Instagram. And you had that girl message you from the podcast. Yes. What did she call you? Oh, Jesus Christ. What did she call you? Internet. IG hubby. IG hubby. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. So there is uh 
I mean, I don't know. There, like, I don't. To me, there's nothing wrong with girls sliding in or doing something like that, or just saying, "Hey." Like, if they just start a conversation, like, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think the girls should be the one to kind of set the tone, right? So if I like if that something like that does happen, like I said, I can either escalate it or de-escalate it. Like I have had one, even like a couple of months ago, someone was just like, "Oh, you're you go to this gym." Like, what the heck? I that's go pretty there. cool. Yeah, and then we were seeing each other for a brief period of time, but like yeah, okay. But it does happen. It does work out. No pun intended. No way. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh, my God. Why? You That's you, funny. Yeah, but how, how many DMs do you get? Actually, when I stopped posting, like, ho stuff, I stopped getting a lot of messages. And now the people who do DM me are, like, high-quality men, hmm. which is pretty cool. But I still am getting a few DMs a day. Wow. Like, a good amount. For, like, dating purposes. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know if they just, I don't know if they want to date or if they want to just hook up. I guess same thing. I'm saying not in a friends or. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's pretty standard or I feel like girls get more on average than a guy would. Because guys play the number game. But the thing that makes me mad about DMs, I think I told you this before. Is when you're at an event, right? Oh, God. Dude, this makes me so mad. This You'll be at an event, and you're, like, dressed all cute, and you're having a fun time, and you're, like, trying to look approachable, and no one comes and talks to you, and it's, like, whatever. And you go home, and there's just a DM sitting in your request, and you open it, and it's a random guy from that event, and he says, you looked so cute tonight. Okay. What are you going to do about it? You went through the work of finding my Instagram without even talking to me. When you could have just walked up and been like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Oh, you didn't even talk to him. He just found your Instagram. Yes. Like, they just see you in a distance, and they'll say, who is that? Who is that? And then they'll get the Instagram, and then they message you. Saw you at this event. You're really cute. Like, you could have talked to me. Yeah, I know. But, like, here's the thing is people feel safer behind the screen. Yeah. So they're basically just trying to avoid the potential rejection. But I think it just makes you look worse. It makes you look like such a wimp. Also, it's, like, creepy. You went and stalked and found my shit after the fact. Like, it's not even, like, it's not even, like, you had met. No. And then they didn't do anything, no. and then they found you out. Because then, I get even that. then, depending on the event, like if it's a networking event and they meet you, and then it's like, I'm not going to hit on her like right here. That's one thing. Yeah. But to just see me in a distance and be like, I'm going to message her. Yeah, I don't know. I've never done that. That's good. Don't do that. Just go talk to her. We're really not that scary. I don't think so. What's the worst she can do? Spay in your face? Then you have a story. Exactly. 
We love stories here. Give us a call. We'll feature you. Oh, yes, please. We want to do call-ins so bad. Speaking of stories, I think I actually have only had... I think I, I only have one time where a girl dumped a drink on me. For what? Uh, it was, it wasn't even like crazy, but it was basically my ex, myself, and then like three or four of our friends were out and the, one of my friends was blacked, like really drunk. And then her friend was also very drunk. He had, like, either spilt something or, like, got something on her shirt, the friend's shirt, and she was, like, super pissed. So she's, like, freaking out in the middle of the bar. I'm like, you need to eat chill. Like, I, I understand, like, it's a nice shirt and whatever, but, like, you can't be swearing and calling them this and that. Like, there's there's people here. We're, we're going to get, like, someone's going to call the cops or whatever, right? She was freaking out. Grabs my ex's drink, pours it on me. Oh, that makes sense. And then tells my ex that I'm a douchebag. What? Yes. For what? I was just trying to, like, calm the situation You're down. You're such a douchebag, Mike. Maybe now, but I wasn't then. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I've never seen... I've never really understood that. Like, what was the point? Like, why would you throw a drink in somebody's face or do something like that? What are you trying to get? I've never done anything like that. I'd like to. Well, okay, yeah. That I feel like everyone if, if feel It would probably feel nice. Like it's, it's like such a dopamine thing, though. Adrenaline? No, I mean, like, it probably, like, feels so good for, like, five seconds, and then you're just, like... Why did I do that? Yeah, well, I'm kind of trash. <laughs> but maybe. I don't know. We're going to have to try it. You're going to have to try it. I definitely am not going <laughs> to try that. <laughs> Go to AMSCO. Go where? American Social. Oh. Let's go. Podcast at American Social. Can you just record me dumping drinks on people? And get their reaction? Yeah. Is that me, like, a video recording a crime, though? Is that a crime? Is that assault? I cannot go back to prison. Oh, that's my job, to keep you out. Oh, perf. Oh, yeah. He's a lawyer. Mike's a lawyer. He's my lawyer. Yes, I am. And you're definitely not going to jail on my watch. I promise you that. Holla. So the DMs, we could say... Pretty safe. Yeah. I got the cutest message I've ever gotten in my life by a stranger. This was the best line I've ever heard. Are you ready? I don't know. He messaged me. He said, you seem like the kissing in the rain type. It was so cute. Like, that's so freaking cute. Now, I have a question with lines like these. Okay. Yes, it is a, a cute line. Like it's nice. It's yes. very, very makes you warm. It's a very warm and fuzzy type line. Yeah. Does that actually create attraction? Yes. Really? Yes. It's like 
Okay. Because then I told my brother that. And he goes, oh. Yeah, that that was my initial thing there. I'm like. Cringe. <sighs> but it's like so romantic. And for a guy to have the balls to say something like that. You know? Does he know you? No. That's why. That's why I'm like. But maybe not. But I think. For me, I'm always scared that I'm intimidating. Like, if you don't know me. Yo, that's my thing. I get, I got mess- I've gotten messages like that before, or even just girls I've talked to after the fact. They're like, I was very intimidated by you, or something like that. I'm like, yeah. I feel pretty approachable. Exactly. And so when a guy says a line like that, just from looking at your pictures, it makes me feel like more soft. I'm not intimidating to him. He views me as more of a romantic type. I don't know. I thought that was the cutest thing. Maybe. I don't know. I've seen, because I've seen a lot of like vine or vines. Jeez. You say vines? I did say vines. Throwback. TikToks, um, clips, shorts, whatever you want to call it. Dating advice. Basically saying you need to in some way sexualize or create some sort of attraction in the first couple of messages. Like that's pretty general advice that's out there for guys. So I think with something like that, it's a little too, like it frames you almost, I don't want to say soft, but like it doesn't totally convey your intention unless your intention really is to kiss you in the ring. Which has never happened to me, by the way. I wish more men would do that. When it's raining, take her outside and kiss her. Is that hard? No. No. And I will also say, romance movies and romance books are written and they explain exactly what a woman wants. And men still are like, I don't know. It's too much work. You could pick a flower off the side of the road and give it to her and she would love it. You could give her a rock and say, "I I thought of you. And she would keep that rock forever. I've noticed this myself, honestly, because I used to go like distances and spend exorbitant amounts of money. That's good, too. That I didn't have at the time. Like, like I was way out of my budget, buying things I had no business buying, trying to like please this girl or a girl, whatever, right? And I'd find like the more I did that, the more she expected it. Mm. So then when I did try to do those little things or I tried to spend quality t- quality time or just say, hey, like I'm thinking of you, didn't matter as much. Interesting. So I found that over time, and I think that happens to a lot of guys where they will put in and try to do those little things. And maybe initially, like, it's okay, but then, you know, an anniversary comes up and shit, you got a Louis bag now. Now you're setting the tone. In a way, that's that's yeah. our, my fear, right? Because I go and do that, and then Christmas rolls around, and maybe I can't buy another Louis. Maybe I can I can only get you, you know, a couple a couple of bouquets of flowers and like a ring or two, right? Yeah, I feel like that's still 
it's still all you could give. Right? So we've talked about, I think we, I think it was you and I, we talked about how someone could be really rich but only give you a little bit versus if someone has $20 but they spend the $20 on you. Yes, yes. So it's really about what they can give, what they're willing to give to show their appreciation for someone else. You know? Yeah. And so that's why I think it's really important to know the other person's love language. So important. Well, we haven't talked about love languages yet. No. We can get into this. They're so important. But it's also important to know that you receive love and you give love in a different way. Yeah. But it's really important that you communicate that with your partner. Because, say, my love is gifts, right? But you show love in service. So you're serving me, but I'm like, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't love me because he's not using my love language. In reality, you're giving your all. And I feel like there's a miscommunication there. So I think it's really important. I think the way that you... There's different ways that you can even express one love language, right? Like you could serve in different ways. Definitely. So, for example, like if a girl is cooking meals or she's cleaning something or she just knows I had a busy day and I come back and the like bed's made, the house is all clean, like all that, that's one way to serve. Or it could just be as simple as like, I'm picking up the phone and I'm stuck at work, but I need something. Like, can you run it to me really quick? Yeah. Like that, I think being able, should you adjust yourself to your partner's love language? I think you should. I think you should. I think you should. Because like, if I know, for example, you want gifts, maybe I express love in that certain way, but I know how you're not expecting, but how you want, to receive or how you interpret gifts or whatever, right? In that yeah. example. So I think if I'm able to like adjust myself, make myself more flexible, it's ultimately going to serve our relationship better. Definitely. And I think it's important to learn why someone's love language is that way. Really? So for my, mine is gifts. Gifts and words of affirmation are my top two. And for me, ever since I was really little, I would keep, everything in really good condition. Mm. I don't know why. I just held on to everything. And so when someone gives me something, it doesn't have to be expensive. But in that moment, wherever they were, they saw something and they thought, Lucy. They thought of me. Yeah. And then they brought me something from that moment. And I just think it's really intimate. I don't view it as I have to have a Louis bag. You bring me a flower... Like, that's so cute. You thought of me. You then made the effort to bring me that thing, right. knowing I would appreciate it. Yeah. I think, well, because mine is acts of service. Okay. Because I think when I grew up, I had a lot of, I probably had a lot of responsibility a little bit earlier. So I was doing things, helping my parents out or whatever I was trying to do around the house. It's like I was giving my time and effort into doing actual, like, either chores or work, whatever it was. So I think from that and now me, I'm pretty busy. I'm working a lot or I'm doing whatever. If someone's just like, hey, can I, uh, you know, can I cook that for you? Or if I, you know, can I help you out with this? Or even like I said, I'm busy, I'm tied up. 
if I call, hey, I'm working on this thing, do you mind like searching something up for me really quick? Sure, 100%, I got you. And then like it's done. To me, that goes a long way. And it's not me putting my problems off. I'm not asking for help. I think it's a little bit more of like, I'm trying to accomplish this goal mm-hmm. and I need support right now. I need help. I'm asking you, you know, for help. Are you willing to like put that in and give Use it to me? Time. Do you support my vision as well? And then if you do, like by you doing that thing, it shows me you're buying in to what I'm working on or what I'm trying to mm. put forward. And especially as a guy, because I think a lot of guys really value that either service or some type of um, offering in a way. Because when you're a guy and you're like, you're kind of paving the way, right? Like she is buying into your vision. Yeah. So to me, if she's willing to put her time and energy and effort to actually do something for you and take load off of you, not take from you, take the work off of you. That's that says more to me than getting me a freaking tie on my birthday. That makes sense. That makes total sense. Because then she's using her time, which means she believes in you. Yeah. I think that's really what most guys want, is they want to know that their woman relies on them. Or that they're... Not relies, but in some way, they want to know that their woman looks at them as a source of life. A source of protection. A source of general providing does that ever turn into say a woman relies on you does that ever turn into a burden for men it could it could but i think depends on the context right like if you're married it's not a burden you 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 signed that contract like you 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 took that oath you knew what you were going to do if she's relying on you in the sense of you know what no i don't think it is a burden because by me taking on the relationship if we're in an actual relationship i know what i'm getting myself into cuz in my opinion really like handling your partner is not much different than your relationship with a child it's really not, at least from mm-hmm. what I've noticed with women, like it's really not, I'm not saying women are childish. Did you hear that? Attack. Everybody attack. She's going to edit this and make me look <laughs> so bad. Yes, I am. I so <laughs> am. Please put a stop to this. <laughs> but like, it's very much in the sense of you're kind of, like I said, you're leading the way. They might not necessarily know. So... For it to become a burden, you would have had to have taken on something that you didn't really want. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't ulti- you ultimately either settled or you just kind of said, "Yeah, I'll be your boyfriend or husband or whatever," and you didn't think twice about is this really somebody that I am willing to fight for, or go mm-hmm. out there and earn for, or support when they need it. But what if they become naggy? Why are they nagging? To me, there's like a, there's a root cause. What's the cause? Like I don't know if it's if they're nagging me because. So I've seen this right where a girl would be like, 
you're working too hard. And they nag me about that. Uh, I had a relationship like this where it's like you work way too much. And you're nagging me about that. What the heck? But that, it's just the inverse of what I said. It's She took on something that she didn't want. Mm. Not in the sense of providing, but she got she's getting it from something that she doesn't want. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Like she might have wanted somebody that went out and partied a little bit more or did certain activities that I don't do, which is fine. But don't sit there and nag me and then try to change me. Yeah. That's what people do, though. They'll get into a relationship and then try to change that person. I feel like girls do that way more than guys do. Mm. I don't know. I've never tried to change a chick. I've had I've had that happen. Oh fuck. I just called the girls. I just called women chicks. Again? I know. Stop doing that. I we really are not chicks. We are women. Can someone please let me know if that's like uh an issue cuz if it is, I don't care. I'm just curious. Somebody was saying that females takes the humanity out of women. What? <laughs> yeah. I saw it on TikTok the other day. Where basically, if you call a woman a female, you're calling her an animal. We literally are animals. <laughs> it was like this whole angry comment section. So funny. TikTok is a dark place. It is. It's terrifying, actually. But we love it. Yeah, <laughs> I spent so much time on there. I know. Follow us on TikTok. Which, yes. I don't even remember the handle. When Sex Happens Podcast. Or When Sex Happens. We Just type When Sex Happens and you're going to get it. Up. You're going to find the new and improved logo that looks absolutely amazing. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. It fits the vibe a lot more. I like this vibe. I love it. I feel vibe. more relaxed. <clears throat> I feel way more like chill. I don't feel like super proper. Felt very prim and proper. Hello. Oh. Would you like some tea? I don't drink tea. Do you drink a lot of tea? No. When I'm traveling, I do. Speaking of British accents, I got on... I was literally just going to ask, because you do that. You, you go I've into a British I've always accent. done that. Are you British? No. Fuck. I've, and Where'd then that when come I, from? I don't know. I think my siblings and I did it growing up. Well, then up. again, you know what? Because... But when is it like when you're just being expressive? Maybe. Because I like say words in Italian, but it's usually only if I'm getting. Ciao like bello. Yeah, not like that. No, it's usually the swear words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, even when I was in the UK, I would start talking in the accent, and people thought I was making like fun of them. Oh. But I would just talk like that. I always go into the yeah, accent. Yeah, no, 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 you do. I don't know why. Okay, but that, I like, if I was around people and they were just, like, calling me mate, I feel like eventually I would be, like, calling people mate, too. Exactly. So that makes sense, but... <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Really? Although, so we were homeschooled. Yeah. And one time we went on a cruise... And we convinced this little boy that our whole family was English. 
<laughs> so every time he would see one of us, he'd be like, hello, how are you tonight? Oh. And so he was really convinced. I got on Omegle. Oh, Jesus. So I remember Omegle every three years or so. Yeah. And I'll hop on to see what's going on. When was the last time you've been on? Like three nights ago. I remembered it. This is <laughs> recent. Yes. What? And I get on. First of all, it's like 2 a.m. And these kids are <laughs> they look at me. And they said, that's a man. And they skip me. The next one goes, she's trans. Skips me. The next one goes, your eye bags are so bad. I said, what? The, what? He said, go to sleep. Your eye bags are so bad. Skips what? me. The next guy, he's with his friend. And they go, she's definitely British. She looks British. So I start talking in an accent. Mm. We're talking for like 10 minutes. And finally, they said, do an American accent. I said, what are you talking about? And they go, oh, crap. She's American. And they they hit next it was a weird night i knew it was going to be weird when you said it was omegle i literally haven't been on omegle in maybe 10 years we need to go on it yeah i think we should we should do a live yes when we're on omegle and we just ask people their dating experiences that's great like this video if you want to see that I think that would be pretty interesting. People are doing a lot of different things on Omegle. Some scary things. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. I didn't mean like that. I meant like in the content. But yeah, no, that too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just like... Can I even say it? Are we going to get demonetized? Are we getting monetized yet? No. On YouTube? Yeah. Not yet. We need 40,000 watch hours? Or 4,000. I think it's four. Oh, maybe it's 40. I think it's 40. Watch this. Yeah. On repeat while you're sleeping. Yes. Fall asleep to it. That's a good idea. We should just play some smooth jazz towards the end so people can like. Like ASMR. That guy told us to do ASMR. ASMR. Or you can do the lollipop. That might have to get saved for the only fan. (laughs) <laughs> that one's getting cut out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Speaking, see, that's why you have so many people sliding into your DMs. Because lollipop? No. Maybe. Okay, so we talked about the DMs now, but like stories. I feel like stories are way more. Like date story times? No, 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 no. On Instagram. Stories. Oh, stories. Yeah. I, That's I feel like more stor- intimate. Stories are, wi- stories are where it goes down. Somebody's liking my story. Just say you want to get in bed with me. Literally. Literally. Like, just show up. When Roll they send the fire emoji? Say less. Just drop the number. Like, Why are you, are you playing hard to get? For? Come on. Just making it so evident. Where did that come from? Because there weren't even stories on Instagram like two years ago. Instagram's changed so much. I know. That's crazy. And then now it's like stories are stories are basically saying, yeah, I think you're hot. Yep. Instant gratification, right? Mm. 
But I don't think somebody liking your picture is as much. No. I think story is way more intimate. A hundred percent. It's definitely the most intimate. It's probably story DM. His story, but there's I, a little bit of a mystery. The thing is, I get a lot. My stories get almost more interaction than my posts do. Same. Isn't that weird? I think it's because people are scared to comment the things where other people can see it. So I, if I make a post, what, I have, what kind of comments are you getting? I have guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have guys send me the post into my DM, and then they'll have a comment with it instead of commenting on the post. I've never had that happen. Really? Ever. ever. Yeah, they do that. I've had it where like someone's like sees me in real life, and then they're like, "Oh, I saw your Insta post. Like, how's this?" No. Never had that. They'll straight up just send it to me and be like, you look really good at this. I would be more attracted to the person that commented on my thing and was like, you're fucking hot. Dude. It's all about just saying what you feel. It's owning it. I feel like you just have to own it. Like, because put it this way. If I was going to like walk up to a girl and I'm like showing insecurity or I'm showing that I'm like, not certain about approaching her or that I want her. If I show that to her, that's not that's not a reflection on me in her mind. It's really a reflection on her because she's probably thinking, why doesn't he like me? He's not attracted to me. Oh, it's probably just making, maybe I look ugly right now or like what? Yeah. Am I intimidating? Or, yeah, right. Like that's what I mean. Whereas, like, if a, gr- if a girl came up to me and was, like, kind of like that, I would be thinking the same thing. I'm like, what is, am I, like, off right now? What's, what's going on? Like, I would be thinking it's more about me. I wouldn't be, like, judging the girl. Same. You know? Same. But I also feel no woman wants to be intimidating to a man. This is interesting. I don't know, because I... Uh, what I is don't. that like? It sucks. Huh. It sucks because I think I'm pretty cool. I'm chill. I'm very friendly to everybody I meet. Yeah. And so to s- for someone to look at me and you can tell they want to come and talk to me, but they don't have like, not that they don't have the balls, but what's wrong with me? How do I look more friendly? More but then you don't want to look too friendly because then the everybody comes up to you. And they don't t- might not take you seriously. Yes. It's a weird line for women. Huh. That's why if you're going to approach a woman, you walk up. Sorry to interrupt. I just want your number. That's it. I'm Mike. I want your number. Especially if she's with a group of girls. Well, yeah. I mean, if, she's, if you go up there and you just start chatting up the whole group, it's got to make her... Like, I would never do that. I feel like I'm window shopping at that it's, point. It's who's the easiest. Well, it's also, it's not decisive. Like, it's Mm-mm. not, it's me just kind of being like, oh, I'm just going to take what I can get versus, no, I, I came over here for you. Yes. Here's my number. I'd love to take you out. Have a good night. Peace out. See ya. And it's funny, too, because... Guys will see a really pretty girl and they'll say, no, man, I can't, I can't go talk to her. She's probably getting hit on all night. 
every single guy is thinking that and no one hits on her at the end of the day. Yeah. So she's sitting there. She says, what the heck? What's wrong with me? I've seen that a million times because one of the things we used to do when I was still in my party days, we would go out to clubs and like get tables. Mm -hmm. And there would always be like, because when you're in the table or the VIP section, like you can kind of see out in the whole floor, like kind of sort of see everything that's going on. There would always be like one to three, like throughout the night, standout women. Always end up alone or no one's talking to them. So then it's like, you see that and it's like, hey, I'm Mike. You want to come back? My friends and I have a section. You want to come chill and hang out for the night? She'd be so happy. Right? She'd be so happy. Like, I think they're putting a little bit too much pressure on the interaction. Yes. Like, you're trying to... Either you're trying to pitch, like, hey, get in bed with me in the first sentence, or you're thinking, like, oh, my God, something, like, I'm going to marry this girl right now. Like, uh, like, you're putting way too much on the first interaction. I don't think people understand that it's, like, more fluid process. It, it's really just, hey, I'm like, Mike. Hi, I'm Lucy. What's up? You can take the messages that you would send on a DM, apply them to real life. Hey. I feel like it's better in real life. <laughs> yes, it is, but it's that simple. So the things you're saying behind the screen, hey, what are you doing? Walk up. Hey, what are you doing? Done. Bang. Maybe we should go to a club. Why? <laughs> and try this. Hey, wh- what are you sho- doing? Yeah, just show people how it works. That's a good idea. I think we should do that. Maybe I like we'll, that. Maybe we'll do that in some of our reels. Or we can do it on our next episode. Because I think we're going to call it there. Thank you guys for coming back to the When Sex Happens podcast. This is always our pleasure. Again, she's Lucy. I'm Mike. We are... At when sex happens on Instagram, make sure you go follow us on Instagram. We are killing it right now there. We really want to get to 200 by the end of the week would be nutty. Be unreal, but only be possible with Lucy's magic touch. She's very, very good at the social media stuff. But okay, so Instagram and then also make sure that you like and subscribe, comment, do whatever you got to do in the YouTube algorithm because we're still trying to figure that out. Make sure you check us out on Spotify, and we are going to see you guys next time. Bye.